0: i Spaces And welcome to the Ether. Today is Tuesday, January 10th, 2023. Today on the Ether, episode 14 of the PageDow Show, hosted by Epic Dylan, Riona Morgan, and C.D. Demacio, With special guest, Robbie Pollock. Let's take a listen.
1: Welcome to uh PageDow Show um, podcast. And what we're gonna be doing here and what's different is that we have a new PageDow show for you. Um, So so this is going to be more structured, and it's a premium live recording, so you can only actually access this live recording as an audience member and hear it live if you have the Paged Out membership in FT and are a Discord member here in the Paged Out Discord. Um, So without further ado, let's go ahead and uh, and, and make our way over to the introduction section. Uh, Rihanna, tell us a little bit about who you are and what brings you here.
2: Yeah, hello everyone. I'm Rihanna Morgan. I am a, a Web3 author and I've transitioned fully over from Web2 to Web3. And I have some exciting news that we'll talk about later in the show, but I am um, excited to, to talk about that and, and my new role at Vagabond Magazine. I um, have published quite a bit in the Web3 space. I've published with Vagabond Magazine. I've published with Page PageDow Magazine. I've published with Readle and SoulType, and I have some new work coming out at the end of January with Book Volts. And I'm working on a new project also that we will talk about l- later a little bit. And I'm also a practicing lawyer and former English teacher professor. So I'm so glad to be joining all of you. Welcome.
1: Hey, welcome. Welcome. All right. CD. Hey
2: everybody.
3: Aloha. Uh, I am CD Domitio. I am the founder and publisher of Vagabond Magazine. And I've also published literary NFTs on I think six blockchains now. It might be more than that. I'll have to check. But six of them so far and still going strong. Uh got a couple projects in the works right now, but um I'm just super happy to be uh part of PageDow and to be part of this process of creating the literary NFT world and the creative NFT world that we're all starting to live in. So um super happy to be here. If you want to see more of what I do, you can go look at vagobond.com. We put the go in vagobond, so don't spell it with an A. We don't go, we go.
1: (laughs) Vagobond. Oh, I love it. Well, folks, um, my screen name is Epic Dylan, and uh, I'm the founder of the page. I've been working on this since, uh, I guess, July 28th of 2021, so a good long time now. Um, and basically, I've, I've got a handful of different updates that I want to kind of um, walk us through here. Uh, so, so on the governance front, we, we had a big push start last month, and it sort of stalled out a little bit. Um, I, I wouldn't say it was too bad because we, we were able to get all of the really high-priority things through, um, and that was really nice. Um, however, uh, there are definitely a few things that have not gone through and we are sort of on pause, and the reason that we're on pause is because we don't know exactly what we're doing with the token. So the page issuance uh, to anybody who is on TASDIS who has staked their liquidity uh, provider tokens to receive page rewards, you may have noticed, you probably didn't, the, the issuance has actually stopped. Um, so, so everybody pack up, we're going home, but let's, uh, let's pull our LP tokens out of TOSDIS and let's, let's just completely forget that that ever happened. That wasn't a very good fit for us. Um, but, um, the question in my mind with, uh, what's going on right now is just exactly where we go from here, uh, because we are in a situation where on, Evmos we need to be wrapped in via the governance process um and we still haven't seen that proposal come over so we're not there yet um now v10 has passed uh so so the 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 thing we've been talking about with the style is working together and basically putting a bunch of the smaller t- tokens together in one proposal to wrap in uh, such that now now all these assets will be able to be uh used on on diffusion and and so one one thing that we could do to sort of fulfill the need uh, the vacuum that's left by TOSDIS is to switch over and start using Diffusion to issue people page tokens if they're willing to provide liquidity against page uh, so that people can buy and sell the page token without moving the price too much. Um, another idea would be to just stay on ETH mainnet and look at Balancer, uh, which is what inspired Osmosis. And I'm, I'm not 100% sure how it works, uh, and it's a little bit arcane for me. Um, so, so, you know, if I get a chance, I'll be investigating that more and kind of getting a, a bead on what we should do next. Um, but I do want to throw uh, my hands up in the air and say, everybody, if you have ideas about how we should be setting up liquidity mining incentives for people to come provide liquidity against our PAGE token, um, now is an excellent time to just start that conversation in Discord wherever you can. You know, uh, I, I will see it and I, I will come uh, participate and you can have your input if you like. Uh, so we've got that. Um, we also have a very special guest uh, planned for you today. At the end of our show, the last 10 minutes or so, we're going to bring up Indefatigable.eth, uh, my, my co-founder here at the PageDAO and, and just the, the, the man and the brain behind so much of, uh, of what you see here. Um, and, and then, uh, I actually do just want to say a few words about um, our community here at Pagedow, uh because we have done so well getting through the bear market and it hasn't been easy. Uh, it hasn't been easy on me, it hasn't been easy on the community, it hasn't been easy on any of the numerous creators that I'm in touch with who are still trying to find ways to kind of make ends meet here in the bear market. Um, you know, and, and it really is just unfortunate the, the the way that this works is that, you know, new uh, generations of crypto people are pulled in uh, with these uh, these incentives and, and with these uh, tokens that the price just goes up. And, and then what happens? Well, you know, the price goes down. <laughs> and so, you know, we, we all end up in these situations. And, and that's the thing that's really standing out to me is that the, the people who have survived the bear market with kind of their... Uh, their wits intact, so to speak, are mostly people for whom this is not the first cycle. And so if you're like me and this is kind of your first full crypto cycle, uh, you know, just try to hang in there and do the best you can because that's all any of us can really do at the end of the day. Um, and there's just absolutely no sense in, uh, in, in just being over, overly melodramatic about the bull market uh, not being uh, what's happening right now. Um, I, I do believe that there is some amount of hope that, that is coming back, um, probably not for a while, uh, the, you know, macro conditions, uh, Jim and I, there, there are a lot of things going on in the market that, that just are, are not all that conducive to, uh, to new growth. And, and so what, what do we do? Well, I, I think that as a community, you know, our story is the story of a group of people that just dug their heels in deeper, you know, and in some cases, like my case, for example, I'm, I'm a registered, uh, certified phlebotomist now, so, so I'm looking at things like going to work at the blood bank or the hospital, you know, just helping out with some blood draws. I'm a man of science, and, and I can just go do that if I need to. Um, I was able to get the certification with ease. It, it took a weekend. It wasn't bad at all. I've worked in a lab si- uh, situation before, so, so I'm actually even relatively familiar with all that stuff, um, and, and I'm looking forward to it, you know, and, and so, yeah, just just no matter who you are or when you're listening to this or how closely affiliated you are with the page doll. Uh keep in mind that there is always hope and that the, the light will always get brighter. You know, uh time in the market is better than timing the market. <laughs> um and, and okay, so so I won't wax poetic anymore. I I feel like I've spoken in uh more than I probably should have here. <laughs> and uh C D Uh, why don't we kick it over to the crypto publishing industry segment, and let's just have a a deep dive into into kind of what's going on, what's interesting this week in uh, Web3 Publishing.
3: Sure, happy to take it from there. You know, one of the things that brought me into this space was the idea that creators and creatives like myself, like most or all of us, uh, had more opportunity to set their own agenda rather than having the agenda set for them by... Publishing houses and things like that, of course, one of the downsides uh, of this space has been sort of what you were talking about the, the fact that a lot of um, a lot of it tended to revolve around coins and and dollar values and and people who were putting the most money in or, or investing the most money. but I don't think that that's ever really been the major impetus for creatives coming into this space so it's it's great to focus on that. Um, seen a lot of things in the past couple of weeks that have really gotten me excited uh my friend jd armstrong is uh he's working over on DISO network and and publishing there and also on readle with uh myself and and all the other writers who are publishing on readle um dow, you know the the minting is still continuing through page dow and we're, we're getting talked about and we're getting noticed one of the things that i'm really really happy that we did was last week we had a little meeting and we decided that PageDAO, getting back to its roots really needs to be a place that brings uh people together regardless of the platform that they're publishing on regardless of the tokens that they want to use or anything else and so what we've been doing the past week is we've been putting together this uh platform agnostic central hub at Pagedow where people can come and get the latest updates from from Cryptoversal Books, from Readle, from, Read, from Book.io, Bolts, from, from all of the different platforms, um, Creatokia, and Vagabond Magazine. And you can, you can basically come to PageDAO and see all the announcements from those Discords without having to spend your day going through every Discord to make sure that you're not missing an important announcement, an important release of a book, or, or an important project that is coming. At you, or or that, that you're later on going to be like, oh my god, how do I miss how did I miss that? So for me, that's really exciting to be part of bringing all of these different platforms and communities together in one place, so that we really can be that hub for creatives where we can share our war stories or you know good things, bad things, reviews. Uh, the, the possibilities are really endless. Um, on on our own front porch vagabond magazine this week has been and the start of the new year i should say has been really amazing um first of all we had an epic uh, first issue of 2023 that's volume two uh issue number one of vagabond magazine which is out there and it i feel like we we really ticked higher in terms of our production values also we managed to put it on not just but on out uh, we have it uh, on the internet archive. We've created it as a Kindle book as well. So if you want to read it on your Kindle, you can do that. And of course, you can go to vagobond.com to read it too. Um, so that's pretty exciting. Um, but more exciting even than the issue itself is the fact that we've decided to broaden our our approach to Web3. And to do that, it, it can't just be me doing everything. So Rihanna Morgan has come on as our senior editor. Uh, there's a lot of responsibilities attached to that position and she is ready to charge them um, and take on the world with it. And then also uh, today we announced that Cryptoversal Books, Cryptoversal has come on as our books editor, which is amazing because this space is growing so fast and there's so much in the, in the NFT and, and blockchain publishing industries that is happening and changing that we really need someone just to go through and sort what, what is happening, where is it happening, who, is, who are the people that are doing this. So I'm really excited to have both of them uh, taking on these key positions with Vagabond Magazine, and I think that we're going we're gonna to take on the world and win for sure. Um, now, I, now I'm the one that feels like maybe I've been talking for a little bit too long, um, so I'd like to hand it over to Riona Morgan, who has a, a pretty exciting project, I think um to
2: talk about hello hello i'm getting used to the this navigating in this new space so that's so wonderful i'm so excited about all the things that dylan was talking about and i'm so excited about all the things that cd was talking about with the with the changes with the dow and and how hopeful we are for the future and and it feels like things are on the up and up and that we're kind of crawling out of the the um the the darkness of of all of this and so I definitely feel like that I definitely feel like that as uh, being offered the the senior editor position at Vagabond magazine which I was so honored to accept and and I'm so excited talking with CD and I know Cryptoversal Books and I you know we'll get together and have some some good planning sessions and see um, all of the amazing things that that are around the bin for Vagabond magazine so that that is so exciting. And so, yes, the um, Dylan and CD are referring to a new project I have, and it's it's minting uh, a literary NFT. And so the the name of it is The Seven Love Stories. And so I'm going to kind of share, like, I never share any kind of alpha or anything about the the new work that I'm doing. But I decided, thinking about this with you guys today, I'm going to share some things that nobody else knows. So so yes, that's it. That's, <laughs> I think that CD and, and Dylan and I were just going to kind of have a conversation about it and and talk about what The Seven Love Stories is. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, yes, indeed. And, and just, just yeah, I don't know, I, I want to take a moment and give a shout out to uh, this team because I'm so excited that we, we planned some time to talk about the crypto publishing industry. And, and boom, here we are right in the middle of it. Uh, we, we've even got Pantshot Magazine that we, that we can discuss a little bit and just, you know, kind of look at this cross-platform approach that we've collectively been developing here. Right, I mean, right. truly, it's something you don't see anywhere else. <laughs> that is Sorry, true. Go ahead.
2: No, no, no. That is true. That is true. Here we are in, in 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 the land of publishing. And so the seven love stories, I'll jump back to that for just a second and talk a little bit more about what it is. And so it is a it's a literary NFT that um combines literature, art, and sound and the the literature um so you guys know since you're writers that there are basically seven seven stories seven archetypes and the seven love stories are each one of them written to address or meet one of the seven archetypes and n- go ahead
1: sure uh, so so uh, let me ask you right quick. Um, do we have seven different authors, or are you the no. author on each one? And we have different artists? Uh, yeah, tell, tell us sure. more, Rihanna.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, no, I'm the author of all seven stories, and um, they are all love stories, but none of them are romantic love. It's other love, other universal loves.
1: So, filial love, familial love, brotherly yeah. love. Yes. Friend, friendship, maybe.
2: Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. was beautiful. So, so many different uh, facets of the human condition.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Universal truths. And so I really wanted to highlight the, the um, I'm a romance novelist, but I really wanted to to step away from that a little bit. And focus on the love that uh, a brother would have for a sister or a mother would have for a daughter or even self-love is one of the stories and learning, learning to love thyself. And so I just really felt like that was an opportunity to utilize that power that we all have within ourselves and, and share love, not, not just romantic love.
1: Oh man, that's so incredible. And and I, I just, yeah, I, I hate to to put it like this, but I I love this idea because I, I think that one of the things that, you know, we lack in the middle of a bear market when it's so hard and the chips are down and stuff is the ability to kind of like, you know, uh, do the self-love thing and, and put yourself up even though, you know, circumstances are trying to kick you down a little bit. So so I have a question here for you Rihanna which is what is the most special thing about this collection? What what is the thing that's going to keep the collectors buying and and get them to come back for more over time?
2: Oh, sure. Okay. So it's really how how it's put together. I spent a lot of time. I I'm an NFT collector myself and I spent a lot of time um visiting all of these different projects and, and looking at things that, that speak to me. And so I really wanted to put put some things that really spoke to me together in this project. And so there is art that goes with this. I collaborated with four other artists, with four artists, who have um, illustrated each one of the stories. And there is even a map Oh, alpha, alpha. There's even a map that goes with them. And um, and so the piece that makes it very special is that um as bonus material that goes with the NFT, there will be my voice reading each one of my stories. And then the artists will have an opportunity to share um their Artistic eye, their artistic view of what they have created that goes with each one of the stories. And then there will be 7,777 of them to purchase in varying levels of rarity.
1: Oh, I love that. 77,77. You know, my favorite
2: number is seven. Me too. (laughs) Me too. Me too.
3: My favorite number is nine. <laughs> oh, that's great, <laughs> but seven's great. Seven's great, um, but it's not nine. But anyway,
2: <laughs> I know um, <laughs> there are not. They're not nine archetypes.
3: <laughs> that's that's true. I think there should be. We should figure out two more that, that just. Okay. I mean, we live in modern <laughs> times, right? Right. We should um, be able come up with two also. Please, this yes. sounds amazing, but um, how did you connect with your collaborators? Who are they? If you don't mind dropping that oh, out. Oh sure, right. yes, 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 yes. And also, awesome. what's the breakdown? Like, how how are they benefiting? Like, how did you how did you set up your project in that way so that like multi creatives are are coming sure. together to make something and benefit from them?
2: Yeah, and so let me let me tell you who they are and how I met them. So, um, Grace Lavart. Kg, K H uh, Art, Megan Morrow, and Steph Rappo, and they are all artists who I met through my wander through NFT Artland, and so, um, yeah, and they were just people who I their their art really resonated with me, and I thought, oh, I want I want my NFT project, my literary NFT project, to be illustrated, and so I spent. I don't know, a couple of months just kind of who are all these different people and who really resonated with me and um I actually attended NFT NYC last year as just a spectator because I was just in there learning. I just wanted to absorb how does this work and what can I do and how can I bring a new breath of fresh air to all of this? And um so I've met one of them in person and everybody else I just met um, online and discords and Twitter and just connections. And I just wrote them a note and said, hi, <laughs> I'm a writer. I wrote these things. Would you be interested in in being an illustrator for me? And they all said yes. They all said yes. And so we've been just working together for months to um, finalize the illustrations and finalize, you know, m- my stories have been written for a while. And so, yeah, anyway.
3: Does that helps super cool you know what when when i heard about your your project when you finally let us know what the title was right. i was reminded of one of my favorite writers uh, mm. who i don't know if you're familiar with but Shafak. Uh, she's a turkish mm. writer she writes in english as well but uh she wrote a book called 40 rules of love that is like very uh. different than than what you would expect it to be and yeah. um yeah, I'm so excited to to read your stories, actually. Like, your seven stories of love, they really, and finding out that you're, like, attacking the archetypes in different ways is, is really exciting. This is breaking boundaries of a kind that we don't often get to hear about.
2: Well, I have one more little fun thing to say about it, because we're all writers, right? And so what I did when I thought about the archetype, um, you know, um, defeating the monster or whatever, that archetype, I'm like, ooh. What could that be? And so I always thought I thought about like I approached each one of them the same way. What is the stereotypical approach? And then I turned it on its head. And so none of it's stereotypical. Every one of them are a little um different. There's like a different approach. And when you read it, it won't be immediately, oh, that's what this is. But then when you think about it a little bit more, you'll be like, this fits that archetype this way. And so, um, Anyway, it was so fun to do.
3: Absolutely love that. You know, um, you dropped more alpha than I've ever heard you drop in a single call.
2: (laughs) I know, because I never share. I'm like, wait, wait your turn. Just wait. But I thought, oh, there's friends here. And lovely people, and I trust you guys, and I care for you guys, and I really am so excited about this, and everything is already set, and everything is already set in motion, and so um, I just really am excited about it.
3: Can you tell us what the mint price is going to be?
1: Oh yeah, and not just the mint price, but but (laughs) where are you minting it to? uh, Give us the the whole rundown. (laughs)
2: I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> um, honestly, the mint price, the mint price, um, when we first started was a particular amount, but then we keep, we keep changing it because we want, we want it to be, we want to find the, the sweet spot of this is value and affordable. Does that make sense? Like.
1: Th- yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's where you'll sell the most NFTs, isn't it?
2: I didn't hear what you said.
1: Um, well, that's the holy grail, the sweet spot. Oh, yes. the, the part where you sell the most NFTs is when you you combine the right price and the right value and get the word out, right?
2: Right, right, right. And so there's, there's, um, I'm maybe not going to tell anymore because next week we're going to release some new fun stuff. So um, <laughs> maybe... <laughs> Maybe I'll wait a little bit, and then we can talk about it next week.
1: <laughs> no, no pressure to, to to over over reveal the alpha, <laughs> oh, and especially that, if something's <laughs> not <gotten laughs> yet or something. Yeah. But that's um, that's really cool, and it it it, it excites me because I, I I feel like one of the things that the, the that we're seeing with this is going to be just absolutely stellar execution. And, and so I'm just riveted. I'm like on the edge of my seat. Uh, you know, can't help but but watch and and um, you know want, want to see a real successful launch from you guys because because I think y'all deserve it and I, I think uh, your your writing is going to be excellent with it. I, I just already know.
2: Ah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait for my 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 writer friends, you guys, to jump in and be like, "Ah, oh, this this sentence was nice," or you know, whatever. You guys are lovely to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right on well um i mean there's there's so much that's, that's going on in the space guys i i do uh i, I you know I, I i do think that we have uh we've done a good job of covering rihanna's a uh, bit we don't want to push her too hard to reveal more information though and we've got about 10 more minutes uh before we kind of shift gears into our uh our update phase so, so i do kind of want to take this back to the crypto publishing industry and and so, so there's a number of different things that are kind of going on. Uh, one, one thing is that we have um, we have Medium going, and we have the Page magazine there. And so the idea is that what will happen is people will come in and they'll mint or they'll publish their articles on Medium, and then you know publish uh, their friend links on Synth, and then mint their articles to Read Me Books, yielding like kind of a, a web two, web three asset. You know, web two slash web three, kind of get both. Um, and and so maybe Riona, without you know tipping your hand as to exactly uh, how you're going to publish your own work, um, maybe there's you know some new tool or something in the space that you've kind of had a had an eye on that you'd like to to point us to, and and if not, then I definitely do want to ask CD about. Um, the, the new page.hub model that he's implementing in Discord. And, and so we can kind of skip right over to that to kind of kind of get back on track here.
2: Yeah, I think skipping over to what to what CD has to say, um, we are we, we pretty much have settled on where, where we're going to mint, and it all has to do with how we split royalties. And so that's a big deal for the artists of and oh, the me case. of course too. Oh, yeah. And so, um, the technology has to be able to be there because I'm not gonna get out my calculator and, you know, do all of that for the seven thousand pieces. And so yeah. it's just a lot. So we just have yeah, to have something good. that has that ability. Yeah.
1: Yeah, to split the royalties. That that's mm-hmm. a that's a great point. And then I, I do want to throw out there though that the, the Bankless uh, podcast recently had a uh, an IP lawyer on. I, I think he's an IP law professor, um, but but anyway, so so he was on and he was talking about the value of NFTs and and like the whole intuition of mine that like kind of ended up in read me uh, with with the books that are NFTs that you can just go read. You know you know it's it's like uh, the the, the artifact of the token gate, you know, still being needed, I, I think maybe signifies that we were a little bit ahead of our time uh, with respect to ReadMe, but, but there are some, some things that are popping up sort of in the general zeitgeist of the publishing industry regarding, like, IP and things like gates that are, you know, kind of starting to challenge that in, in a very similar way to the way that ReadMe uh, books did. And and I, I just find that kind of fascinating, you know. I, I really do think that... that you know things can flip on their head uh, but they haven't yet so so there's kinda like this um, this interesting little little kind of beat there uh... and, and I, I don't know, what one of the things that, that makes me the, the, the most excited about Pagedow is that we were able to kinda get to start with the avant-garde part um, and, and then you know, kind of almost logically, you know, the, the market has kind of filled out around that, and so we do have these offerings like Readle, like Mirror, like Scent, You know, that, that have uh, they've got different takes on on various different aspects of what it is to publish. Um, but but the big intuition that I was you know kind of pulling from from that recent episode of Bankless well, was that the marginal cost of of producing a work of authorship is effectively zero now. You know, with Polygon, with the Paged Membership NFT, um, people can come and they can put their works on chain uh, for free. <laughs> I mean, you know, the, the transaction fees are minimal and, and there are a number of other lovely, wonderful platforms um, that are out there that, that offer various different pieces of that. And, and so it's, it's so cool to me to see the proliferation of artists coming in and kind of touching all these different technologies and bringing them in and integrating them into their projects. So my hat is off to you, Rihanna, uh, <laughs> for, for, for what you will reveal.
2: Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's been um... It's been so wonderful, all the people I'm working with and, and everybody, and, and I just li- listen and I take such such detailed notes when you guys are talking about the technical things that I don't understand innately yet, and man, I've learned a lot, so I just, you guys are invaluable and are so dear to me. Thank you so much.
1: Uh, lovely. Well, thank you. Um, CD uh, would you like to tell us a little bit more about kind of what you see with the, the Paged Out Hub I, I feel like we have a good spot to kind of segue from talking about authors being able to use a number of different technologies to sort of incorporate into their work and sort of what you see in terms of you know just you're, you're this guy who has been sitting at Web3 Publishing observing everything that you can and, and I've really enjoyed Vagabond Magazine lately um, just quick shout out for Vagabond Magazine because Basically, what you get with Vagabond Magazine is a team of Web three experts that are, you know, really putting the the time in, so that you don't necessarily have to the same way. Although you still should. I'm not. am not telling anybody not to put the time in. Uh, but but you know, uh, there is a certain. Uh Amount to be said for being the one who is there, who is observing and and it seems that there is uh a new technology that's kind of becoming available through that effort by you sir
3: thanks Dylan um you know that means a lot, and I have to say that you know i've been a reader my whole life and and my reading has been a very different kind of reading at different points and for different purposes you know as a kid like didn't have the nicest upbringing, but books provided me with an escape where I could get away from, you know, the realities of my life and I could hide in a tree fort with a book and and read, you know, and as I got older, I started going to coffee houses. And one of the great things about coffee houses, like I, I had this idea of ownership of books, you know, where I would trade books two for one at the local, you know, local diner and I would Go to thrift shops and you know, because we were poor, so I had to buy secondhand books always. But you know, sometimes I could trade my books I'd read for new books, and then I discovered the libraries, and then I started going to coffee shops, and they would have this, you know, the community library where you could take one and read it and put another one on the shelf. Um, and I loved that model. And I also loved the model of you could just read it while you were there in the coffee shop. And the same went for newspapers. You could read newspapers in the coffee shop. And then at libraries, I would go to the library and even without a library card, you could walk in, you could go to the periodical section and you could, you know, grab a magazine and read it without having to buy it. If you did that at the drugstore, you know, you were going to get chewed out. If you did it at the newsstand with the newspaper, you know, the guy's going to give you a stink eye at the least, but probably, you know, maybe a knuckle sandwich at the worst. So anyway, all of that stuff leads me to to what I wanted to say, which is that I've always seen that the value of Read Me Books and the value of what Pagedow is bringing with Read Me Books is the ability for people to consume written matter uh, without having to buy it. If you want to buy it, you can buy it, but you should be able to like pick it up, you know, drink your coffee and then put it down. And that is so much what Read Me Books is to me. And after publishing a couple of books on there and thinking about it, I realized that a magazine was really the ideal, ideal venue for read me books, you know. And I think newspapers, at some point when we reach that point, are also going to be really important to that. But I diverge a little bit, you know. There's with the hub. There's there's all of these other platforms that are doing different things, you know. There's Book.io, which is Book.io is is pretty strictly like a it's like if a paperback. Um, stock Market, yeah, where people are trading paperbacks as fast as they can and nobody's reading them. They don't even care what the author is. They just care that other people want them. And then you have Create which is, you know, like the, the art coffee table books that like these beautiful art books that you have all of this. Like, to them. And then you have Riedel, which is a little bit in between all of them. You know, that Readle provides a lot of these same stories that people are going crazy for on Book.io for free. Um, which is kind of amazing to me that that can coexist at the same time in the same space. And the list goes on and on. So the idea of this hub is to bring all of these places together. So essentially, you've got the library reading room. And that's what PageDow, to me, has always represented is sort of a union of writers, a union of creatives, and also a union of readers, a union of people who value the written word and who want the written word to be a part of their life. So. I love that we're doing this. Um, it's, a, it's a collaborative effort always between all of us that are there. Um, and the same goes for Vagabond Magazine, of course. It's a collaborative effort between all the key players and the stakeholders. And we're all stakeholders in it. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited. If you guys haven't checked it out yet, go down, look at the projects. You'll see it's where Vagabond Magazine is. It's where Cryptoversal Books is. And you'll see all of the projects listed. And what we're going to have is all the announcements from those projects. And ideally, we're gonna get also the Twitter feeds from those projects coming in. Um, and over time, hopefully, this will become like a huge resource where you can just do your one stop shopping, see what's happening in the world of literary NFTs, and then go on your way without having to go to a dozen discords.
1: Oh man, that is just so wonderful to hear, man. So, so you're turning the disc, or you're adding to the Discord basically a hub that's gonna pull in information from discords and twitters of the various different projects that are making literary technologies available to people in the web3 publishing space huh? that's just phenomenal
3: and and not just that but also uh individual innovative literary nft creators you know you have things like sitka world um you know and and i think all of that should be there plus the different projects that are you know we could almost say not strictly literary nfts things like uh, jenkins the valet with the bored and dangerous book or the lit token with you know all the lit stuff that they've done um and having those connected too and a, a quick shout out to the lore masters of the of the nft world because a lot of times there's these unsung heroes these writers who exist in discords that are just looking to be part of a project and they'll write the lore for these projects that let's be honest The creators of the project a lot of times don't have a a real creative bone in their body, but these people come from the community and they rise up and they find the project. And it's amazing to see that happen. Um, Here's my little tidbit of alpha. I'm actually right now working on writing the lore for a project that I think is going to be pretty big. Uh, There's about 40,000 people in the Discord, and uh, it's going to unveil sometime uh, in the next couple of days probably the first piece of key lore that i've written for this project and we'll we'll see how that goes but there's the alpha keep your eyes open on my twitter and also the vagabond discord and um in the vagabond channel on PageDAO, and maybe you'll be among the first to to actually see it
1: well that is absolutely lovely to hear sir um well let, let me uh let me shift gears right quick for you and just um just ask you right quick about vagabond magazine uh so so what are you guys up to this week and if you had you know say a five minute segment on the page show to tell us what was going on at vagabond magazine uh i guess now the floor is yours
3: well let's hear from our senior editor (laughs) (laughs) on the spot
2: Thank yeah, you, if you. Thank don't you don't want to do this, you don't have to. No, I right? totally can. I totally cool. can. Yeah, no, I totally can. I totally can. So um, at Vagabond Magazine for this upcoming issue, um, February is just around the corner for us. And so uh, Vagabond Magazine is going to be in the theme of love. And of course, we always want to incorporate... Um, Web3 and so if there's oh a Web3 dating app or people who met on Web3 and got married or formed a relationship or, or loveliness like that, um, that that's up for grabs if someone is interested in doing an article like that. We've also streamlined the submission process um, because now there's more than one person that has the ability to look at it and so um, that was one of the first projects that CD and I put our heads together for is how, how do we how do we get the information and then how do we look at it and 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 assimilate it together and and all of that and so if you visit um, vagabond magazine there is a a submission channel where you can go and look at it and see how to submit. And of course it's always open. Anybody can, anybody can um, submit an idea or a proposal if you get the, the go ahead. And, and as far as I know, we, we don't turn people away. I mean, maybe down the line, we'll have hundreds and hundreds of people submitting lots of things and we'll be like, gosh, we've got to actually pick them some of this. Um, So that sounds really exciting. And then there's a way to submit the final piece for publication and so, um, yeah, and I know Cryptoversal Books has some things going on for him in his world and his new role with, with um, Vagabond Magazine. So that'll be, that'll be great. So, CD, how did I do? Did I miss anything?
3: Oh my God, you did so good. I got to say, the one thing that I'm missing from doing this here instead of on Twitter is I hate not being able to hit those heart emojis and the laugh emojis. <laughs> to show you my reaction without turning on my mic but yeah Yeah. you nailed it excellent i know
2: i know that there is a way and i don't know how to do it i know there's a way to turn on the chat feature um so that we can have um a chat feature going at the same time that we're having this meeting i just don't know discord well enough to do that so maybe someone who's got that that
1: i think we can just use down memory chat we, we could just literally be live chatting. I, I would add and threw a heart in there because I, I really enjoyed that little segment.
3: <laughs> oh, no. thanks. Well, in terms of looking at people that know the technical side of things, I think that's a perfect segue for something, Dylan, don't you?
1: Uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> perfect is a uh, a pretty high bar, sir. So. <laughs>
3: well, I do know that we have a technical guest who's uh, who's sitting there ready to come on, I believe. So Did we invite him up to the stage and
1: let's hear it. I have to talk about Pagedow Magazine, but uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and invite Indy up. Um, Just right quick here, folks, uh, we we do have a a couple of updates. um, You know, with Pagedow Magazine, it's not Vagabond Magazine. It's a totally different type of concept. And the idea is that just whatever Pagedow is writing uh, can show up on this medium. And so we've actually had a piece from Indefatigable or Robert Pollock, as he goes by on Medium, and, and as well as uh, CD and Rihanna and myself and Jordi Fujiwara and uh, Heather Ewings. And, and so so just all these people have come together and are writing on medium.com for a newsletter that you can essentially follow. And just as we put stuff out, um, you know, we'll at least try to talk about it on the medium so, so that we can kind of get um, the pulse of it sort of in real time out to people in written form. So, so we've got tons and tons of different authors who have already written here, but we're actually still recruiting about six more editors. Uh, and, and so if you're interested in editing about a specific topic for Paged Magazine, Magazine, uh, the, the idea is that we're going to get up to about a dozen editors, and then once we've got those dozen, we'll start adding writers on. And each editor will be responsible for like a particular hashtag so that as stories come in with that particular hashtag, um, you know, the, the editors can can work with the writers on the basis of what that hashtag is to, to put the, you know, content out and make sure that it's excellent so that we're providing good stuff. Um, we're also looking at potential alternatives to Medium. We, we haven't seen the hottest start there and, you know, obviously we're going to keep going with Medium. We're, we're not, you know, turning that off or anything. Uh, but... You know, if you're listening to this and, and you're thinking, well, they should totally be putting stuff on Hive or, you know, they, they should change the way they're doing things on Synth or, you know, they should put it behind a token gate or use Synth's uh, collect button to put it on org. and and just kind of break it out, Um, I'm absolutely open to, you know, all of these ideas, and and I want to hear from you, so uh, jump in my DMs if you care to, or, uh, you know, follow me at dylan.cent.co and get at me on one of my socials there, Um, but but there's the quick update, and without further ado, uh, here is our technical guest, Indefatigable, how are you today, sir?
4: Hi, I I haven't often been introduced as a technical guest, but I'm happy to be
1: here. <laughs> I choose to blame CD for that description. Uh, folks, Robbie is uh, more than just the the brand behind you know most of what PageOut does on the technical front. He's also one of our co-founders and one of our best creators. It is an absolute joy to have him on the on the on the show uh today and I know it's going to mark the beginning of an auspicious year for 2023 for the PageStout show here so welcome sir
4: Yay thank you thank you so much uh I was enthralled listening to the show so far uh, from the audience I feel like um it's one of those moments where you step up and uh you are like i don't know if i belong on stage with these people they're all so smart and nice and everything um uh but uh it is really cool to watch i i also realized um while i was listening how bad of a creator i am because i i have a knack for not getting paid. And I've turned that into like a, a trophy that I wear. Uh, so like, it's like, yeah, I'm underground only because I haven't made a lot of money. And so like, I'm just gonna put that jacket on. It's a shiny shimmery um, satin jacket. It's got a really cool logo on the back. I'm hoping you're all joining me on my imagination trip right now.
1: Is the um, logo a picture of Whippy? Cause I think I have that same jacket in my imaginary closet. So.
4: You can have Whippy, and I I think mine will be like a simple smiling emoji, uh, the earliest smiling emoji. But with that said, what I realized, too, listening in is that, you know, we've been part of a really cool ride of, like, amazing tech. So the first uh, article I submitted to Pagedown Magazine was a hastily written I don't know, description of, it's kind of fits into like the tech blog kind of uh, thing. And I realized there's a lot of things I do that I don't share with the world how I do. I don't believe in making it a secret. I'm a big fan of open source. And I was like, you know what? If I was gonna share stuff about publishing cool things as NFTs that are not, that don't fit the mold, it's not a PFP, it's not a one-of-one art piece selling for maximum bucks on super rare or something or nifty gateway. I'm not trying to make a name for myself as an artist. I just want to make cool stuff and share it with people and have, you know, 37 people clone it and make, you know, D projects out the wazoo using my stuff and they can make all the money. Um, while I suffer in artistic, um, High chairness. Anyway, I don't know what's wrong with my tone at the moment. I thought this was gonna be a conversation, Dylan. Instead it's turned into a myopic <sighs> almost dim disclaimer ridden uh thing. Oh my
3: god.
1: <laughs> I feel like that is best on the stage. I don't
3: know I can do to Robbie? Yeah. You're awesome, dude. And you know what, yeah. we all have that jacket. Like, um, I, don't, I don't want to talk about the pay scale at Vagabond magazine. But, um, you know, I just, I just want to say that every editor that we have is highly, highly valued. And I wish that there was a way that we could pay them. Um, and the same for our writers and our artists. And if we ever do have technical leads or, or devs. And well. I want to correct something too. Technically, you're a guest. How's that? Is that better than a technical guest?
4: <laughs> oh, technically, I'm a, you know what? That's why I I'm also in the presence of supreme wordsmiths. That's that's <laughs> that's wonderful. Um, I don't know. So as a guest, I don't know what it what what should I talk about? I I, I am really excited for a couple of things. Just large scale trends that I'm seeing. I almost feel like making predictions for 2023. Do it! Do it! Uh, it! So, you know, we've... Web3 natives have identified some of the critical pain points uh, in specifically onboarding and off-ramping. And what seemed impossible two years ago, is now sort of mainstream so easy simple login with magic where you don't need even to set up your own crypto wallet you could just get on and get in the presence of apps that are entirely you know uh self-contained web3 apps um the presence of NFTs in the mainstream in a way that is is almost uh corny to talk about like because it's just so ubiquitous um even politicians minting collections that do surprisingly well um and so i i I think it was a couple of weeks ago i minted a manchester united nft and the only reason i was into manchester united nfts is because i saw the ryan reynolds nft uh not nft ryan reynolds netflix show where he buys the team whatever in wales anyway go check it out ryan reynolds i'm a ryan reynolds fan but i realized that this is we are in the wave And having ridden waves on Rockaway Beach in New York City enough, I know what it's like to just like kind of go with the flow. So anyway, the prediction is that your grandmother will have an NFT by the end of this year. And if you don't have a grandmother, your distant cousin who lives in rural wherever will also own an nft by the end of this year and they may not know they own an nft uh when they own it but the cooler thing about that is is that um because onboarding and off-ramping are going to become easier the concern that rihanna stated at the beginning of this conversation i wanted to go to the platform where i could split the royalties i think collaboration tools are going to proliferate in the space so that uh, the Google Docs innovation that we saw came from the idea that you could have multiple collaborators working simultaneously on the same document they could share the same files it made workspaces turn into the size of the world and when that gets connected to web3 when people are creating and the creation itself the process of creation are all tools that are web3 enabled um i just signed up for mochi and uh it's just it's another one of these uh discord related bot things but it's also tied in people are using it for the metagame, which is also another interesting web three experiment. But basically the question is how do people work together in when they're disconnected by space and time and and all kinds of weird things? And how do you stay motivated when you don't have the person to person human interaction? And I I really see uh Web3 as being a breakthrough uh with being able to tokenize these small things. So, for example, I've had an idea for a really, really long time with PageDAO that projects and project ideas should be able to be sponsored and watched and use blockchain technology to be able to do that so that an idea, since speculation is the heart of the beating heart of this system that we're in, an idea could be, proposed funded uh supported and tracked on chain um and if no one else is going to build that i'll probably be building that this year uh because that is
3: so cool robbie like i've got to jump in here because the the amazing thing is this guy i mentioned earlier jd armstrong and myself we just become friends over this past couple of weeks because we 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 co-won Uh, contest on readle but he and i both individually like 10 years ago came up with the idea for something called the idea factory and that sounds exactly like what the idea that you're talking about is except bringing it to blockchain monetizing it so that creators don't necessarily have to create their idea i love it build it i want to be part of it
4: yeah and what's funny is that when As a person like many of us here who have had to read proposals of various kinds, um, it really stands out when you have quality writing at the center. And like writing is really at the core of so many endeavors. So I could see, you know, we talk about literary NFTs, but the art of communicating clearly through written language like branches out into so many areas. So I could see in innumerable ways that this this on-chain provenance and now that we're branching out beyond just read me books the tools to be able to encapsulate ideas and have it spread across contracts across chains across wallets um Across DAOs, it it becomes that kind of interchange, which is clumsy right now, kind of things are locked in their little silos. I think we're going to see some innovations that allow things to be a little bit more fluid once they're tokenized. uh while still retaining the properties that we know and love ownership and and royalties especially but anyway this is just me speculating as a fake futurist so no,
1: that's, that's cool. and you're in an amazing position uh to, to speculate because you're, you're actually involved with, you know, innovation in this direction. And then we're down in just a few more minutes here. So, so I did want to kind of at least offer the opportunity to you if, if you would like just to tell us about kind of what you're working on and, and uh, you know, share, share anything about that. That's, that's ready uh, to be shared.
4: Sure. Really cool. I guess I'll start out with page point 2.0 technology, which we've been working on. It sounds so uh Fancy when you say it that way, but basically it's a bunch of features that some of our power users many of whom are here in this room right now um, have asked for and we're just building it out. as a one-person dev team, <laughs> unfunded labor of love. Um, it, I, I believe in building things I want to see, so uh, I really want to be able to mint to any collection. Uh, there's times where I wanted to help other people be able to add books to their own contracts that have gotten a lot of attention. I want to be able to have people be able to do that, and I want people to be, people to be able to view books on chain forever without needing a, a third party to keep their website alive because these they will come and go we know this from history so anyway page 2.0 which is mint anywhere uh royalties your own landing page on any contract it's really going to be a remarkable innovation i'm secretly hoping to woo some people back from these other platforms that i don't believe are going to have the longevity that we hope um, and second of all, I've got some other projects in the works. I'm always working on multifaceted things sometimes like the art or music like needs to come out and that sounds so vain, but it's just true um so naughty monsters released last month uh as a gift to the world for christmas i tried i priced it super low 61 awesome ones have been minted and i like decreased the supply from a lot to 100 to enhance the investment of uh early buyers thank you all for buying i but the the I had never built a generative collection before, so I really was work. I was working out some of the kinks on how do you make a totally unique on-the-fly collection uh, become generated. And I had the idea of, you know, inside that experiment of the naughty monsters was like, what would it look like if every book cover was unique to the owner? And so, like each naughty monster is unique. That could also be a book cover, right? So that that I just whatever extrapolated. Uh, and then, oh, we're at time, Dylan. I can't even talk about my my. Nah, we'll go a couple
1: minutes over, man. Keep going, keep going.
4: I recently, I, I, am really pushing for interactive NFTs. Period. Like, uh, uh, I've talked about this all the time, but the NFT standards, you know, totally include being able to mint HTML just like we mint uh, an a JPEG or or movie file you can mint a 3d object file but for some reason all of our uh interfaces and websites and and ways of consuming nfts seem to like favor the non-interactive and so i just minted a really simple experiment that allows a person to fade from one image to another image um, I chose two images that I took outside of my window recently on a snowy day where in the morning it was all snow covered in the night in the evening, it had melted. Um, fancy that uh, but uh, it uh, it was really it was jarring. And like so this cool token has like the ability to you just move your mouse over it, and the image changes. and i I realized that the way I consume this token is different from other just pretty images because I'm just that extra step of engagement. It's also what's innovative about our books on read me is that they are interactive. I I often flip through them and I I look through them. The time my eyeball is on this, uh, object is a lot longer than traditional NFTs. I might just glance at it. Um, and then I guess today I just minted a, uh, really cool 3d music thing. I'm thinking about, uh audio a lot more i've been looking at sound and sound.xyz and the meta set of tools that has coalesced around that sound standard uh that they publish the sound protocol and so there's like five or six third-party sites that are hooked into sound protocol that are building like old school um podcast style players and what i really see a future for with uh, PageDAO is maybe we index all of the um, wonderful literary NFTs that are across multiple platforms. Maybe we serve that function and provide someone with an interface where they can get at all those books, have an easy to access thing. And so I'm seeing that as, you know, basically a Kindle for all blockchain literature. Um, and we can interact with all the contracts. There's no reason why we couldn't do all the blockchain stuff um, and have people be able to access literature in the same way, um, across all platforms. Um, so I want to see my library, I'm going to
3: have to go, but, um, I want to say, I love every idea that you're spouting out and, and I want you to build them all. I know that you can only do so much in a life, but I want to see them all and, uh, actually, Check out James Altachar. I think he—he uh, might—you might be surprised—he did something that's sort of like your version of the idea factory, but it's more on a social network without blockchain. And maybe that's a—that's a, a piece of the puzzle that you don't have. Anyway, this has been a great show, you guys. I've got to jump, but please feel free to continue on. And um, aloha to everyone. I'll see you next week.
1: Aloha, CD. Um, that, aloha. Yeah. yeah. We we probably should go ahead and, and wrap up just because you know it is a one hour show and everything. But but folks, Robbie is a visionary. He's a smart guy. He's a, a really strong, uh, innovative thinker. Um, he's probably the single person that I respect the most out of all the Web three connections that I've made at this point. So Robbie, I I just want to say, man, I absolutely love you. I love the stuff that you're working on. It just it makes me so excited to to have the opportunity to to work together with you on on some of this stuff and and folks if if you're interested in why I feel bullish about 2023 um, you just heard uh, most of it <laughs> so uh, so so thank you so much for for coming on and uh, and yeah in the chat you said you ranted but but man I, I do not consider that a rant at all <laughs> it was an alpha drop folks. <laughs>
2: I agree. I agree. I love the idea of the um, Page Dow being like the library or li- buying like Kindle. Like we didn't get to hear that idea fully fleshed out, and so I I am so excited about that thought that that ability. I don't even know. That's so amazing that that they would be one stop shopping here at, at Page Dow for all of the different the different um, literary pieces.
1: Yikes! That's crazy. I mean, it, it really is just one of those things where, where like I've I've said for a while that that I think that to some extent, and correct me on this if if I'm getting it a little bit wrong here, Robbie, but but I feel like helping people navigate, you know, creating the uh, the the index, you know, sort of thing that, that you know people can go to and and be like, okay, so now I'm here. Now what can I do? And and navigating the ecosystem through that somehow, uh, the, you know that that's kind of uh, kind of what I'm getting out of this, and and what I'm hearing that's that that excites me so. Um, do you do you want to swing at it one more time, Robbie?
4: Yeah, sure. I think you you nailed it pretty well in the summary. Is like people need a place to land, um, and. It, all of, all of the platforms we know and love grew because of, like, inertia. And there's, like, key components that make that possible. One of the things we talked about was uh, the simple things of liking and sharing and knowing uh, the original Netflix model, what other people were reading. Uh, Goodreads has stuck around for that reason. You know, other weird platforms that aren't super innovative, uh... Uh I think Goodreads is probably a really good example um what I imagine is like Goodreads with a marketplace um, cuz any book can show up there regardless of where it was published and they don't care what the how it was done and people can talk about it and enjoy it together um and if you could read the book on Goodreads that would be even more awesome um and if it was mobile aware that would also be great yeah so that's something like that is what i'm thinking obviously it's in the infancy thought stages but it 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 brings together a lot of the things we've been talking about um dylan and including things like uh you know highlighting and remembering and all the all the sticky things that make that are missing in digital book ownership right now
1: yeah yeah that makes complete sense um, I, I have one random question for you, and, and then I promise we can wrap up this show because we're almost ten minutes over now. But but, what, what about this? What what about a login with Ethereum for page dot org? <laughs> I don't even know what it would do yet. But like, does that sound insane, or does that sound like something that might be a, a thing at some point?
4: <laughs> I mean, you can hook it up in um, about twenty minutes. It's it's. Um... I'm not sure it should be called PageDAO, you know, it should be probably powered by PageDAO. The thing I'm talking about is is a little bit broader, Um, you know, uh, but yes, yes, we want to, I just, I really do want to make a broader, softer, less Web3-ish, less geeky landing spot for, you know, people and i don't want to forget the small authors who you know came to read me books and paged out in the first place some people who had never published before people who published small collections of poems and the community they found um the people who bubbled out of token smart i i am fully aware that it is a big scary world to most people and so if People can find communities and rewards for harnessing their creativity, for taking the time for deep thought, for sharing and commenting and and giving deep critique of other people's work. I think, you know, I don't have to create that. I just have to help facilitate it. So that's kind of the getting away from the shallow and making making the deep easier, I think, is just really what I'm thinking.
1: Oh man, that sounds so fantastic. And and I'm so interested to see exactly what's going to shake out at Page Down Magazine and at Cryptoversal Books, you know, now that you're mentioning uh you, you know kind of kind of this this interplay across the space, you know. And, and I, I I almost want to say that just like the more that we could kind of facilitate uh the dialogue at the highest levels of the space and and kind of feature you know, work from the, the various different stellar authors and, and innovators in the space that are that are gracing us uh, with, with these various different uh, innovative technologies and things is, is, you know, just absolutely the right way to go. Uh, but yeah, so we're getting right up to the end. Rihanna, do you have anything to add or any final, final thoughts or questions for Andy?
2: um something to add is i i'm in i i don't know how to do any of that but if you need a cheering section i am in i'm so excited about that that sounds absolutely lovely i put in uh, making the deep easier in the chat and that just really struck me as so what a rich comment and um, got a little teary-eyed over it even so that so that everyone has the ability to read and enjoy all the lovely things that writers put together for them. And, um, I'm just so inspired and I don't know what you need, (laughs) but I'm in, if I can help in any way, I'm so excited and I love my little, uh, monster. So thanks for bringing me joy. And, um, so I'm so pleased to be, to be with all of you and I'm so excited about all of this. So, um, I will sign off now. But yay! <laughs> yeah,
1: well said. Well said. I, I feel the same too, Robbie. So, so don't be a stranger. Um, we we should close the show the way that we always close the show, though, guys. So so let's let's unmute and let's all three, two, one, peace, love, love, love. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was episode 14 of the PageDow Show, hosted by Epic Dylan, Riona Morgan, and C.D. Damasio, with special guest Robbie Pollock, recorded on Tuesday, January 10th, 2023. For Terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. If you want to keep listening, head on over to Terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support.
5: Doing a little magic, pulling rabbits out the rucksack Not everybody's always in it for the money Looking like another crooked Sunday and I'm working Monday So you know I ain't stressing, left debating great methods Amazed to play Inception, the base stay blessed See, even with these huge sums of overall royalty <laughs> These sums of money that go to the record label per playback